this is Dana, and you're listening to the Didn't See That Coming podcast, where we talk about real life and real life problems with some silly topics thrown in for fun. Now, here are the rest of your hosts, Tara, Erica, and Emily. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to this episode of Didn't See That Coming podcast. Yeah, yeah. We are happy that you're here. We're going to jump right in and get straight to it. Nice. This week's business. <laughs> Emily, go first. Oh, dang. So, uh, my husband and I finished, Yellow. we were watching Yellowstone, so we finished that. Ooh. Um, I tried. She looks Sorry. like a bad I tried so hard, Erica Emily. Um, I tried to. Sorry. I'll, I'll bring you back in after the <laughs> animal cruelty settles down yeah. in the Let us know when there's fifth. less animal cruelty. <laughs> um, uh, but so... Tara will be so excited. We started watching all the Spider-Mans in a row. Woo-hoo. Oh, nice. Fun. We watched the nice. second one last night, and I'm like, is this where he's all emo? Chris is like, no, not yet. Yeah. Is this the one where he's all emo? He's like, no. I was like, <laughs> like oh, so he's just Wait, like that all the time. We heard he's, he gets emo. <laughs> he does. He's so sad. Tell me why. He gets real emo. He's all pouty. And he is very pouty. I don't know. And then they like, don't talk. It, so far, I'm not impressed. I'm enjoying the movie itself, but I do not like Kristen Dunst. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised by that. Like, her eyes aren't open. I don't like Kirsten Dunst either. She, like, doesn't say what she means. I'm like, oh. I just don't like (laughs) It's like waiting for her to talk. I don't know. So, too much space. She made a great Mary Jane. Yeah. I actually loved her, too. Alan made me want to watch more. But then again, it is like early 2000s, too, which is also kind of funny to watch back and you're all brooding. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little dated to Ella, watch it now. It's a it's little a bit sweet, different. Ella just watched all those, too. And I was like, whoa, sweet visual. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. should definitely. It's really because Alan made me watch one of the Andrew Garfield ones. And it was really hard because I was like, the other ones are so funny. There's no jokes in this. I'm right. like, Marvel finally stepped it up and put jokes in their movies. Well, yeah. I think that's from Daredevil. Or what's his name? Oh, um, oh, what Deadpool. is his name? Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Dad, I don't know where Deadpool. Oh my came from. Because Deadpool was so, so funny. jokes, every line was a joke. That so was then him. that's him in the comics. So then Marvel that's was like, thing. oh, that's people like shit. funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? because after that came out, everybody was into Deadpool. So yeah, yeah I agree. Anyway, so, keep going. So yeah, so that's that's your business. All that's new. Yeah, nice. So nice. it's been entertaining to finally understand. What Have you gotten to Andrew about. Garfield yet? Or no, you're no. still in Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> nice. So. Yeah, we'll, I'll we'll probably check give in. Yellowstone another try. Do you like it? You have I, to. I did, but I don't know why. Normally, this doesn't bother me, but all the, like, graphic sex. I guess because I had to keep stopping it. Oh, in yeah. In case kids were watching. Yeah. And then I just got frustrated, but she's a bad bitch. Like, oh, the girl? I really yeah, she's like pretty her. good. Yeah. And it kind of gets past that. Like, I really feel like the first season is, like, shock value. Oh. And see what sticks. Okay. You know what I mean? And then, like, building their characters. Oh, good. And once you get, like... Then they start building the story oh, okay. of the characters. And there's less much more animals randomly dying yes. for no reason. And much, like, there's still parts of it that are, like, gory, mm-hmm. but it's not animals but, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I like, like, we stopped watching that to watch a show called Yellow Jackets, where they're stranded and trying to find food and killing deer. I'm like, really? <laughs> Everything just has dead animals? <laughs> right. Everything? Right. It's right. part of life, Erica. Right. They never it's kill nature. the deer on Sex in the City. I'm just saying. There's <laughs> no deer in animal New York City. There's no deer in Manhattan. <laughs> All right, Tara, what about you? What's going on in your world? Nothing super exciting. <laughs> We're still dealing with our kitchen being redone. 
And so we are deciding on a backsplash. Oh, yeah, because (laughs) you weren't going to do backsplash, but you decided to do one. So we got all the counters replaced. And then once everything was in place, we were like, our backsplash looks hideous. It looks absolutely terrible. So we're like, "We we have to change it. So we went down to the tile place or whatever it's called and went through all kinds of backsplash options and took home a bunch of samples and are deciding on what we want to do. And we picked one. Ooh, what'd you pick? Are we allowed it's to know? Like a, well, it, I don't know if I can describe it very well, but it's like a black glass. Yes. Ooh, yeah, it's cool. So pretty. Yeah, Ooh, it's cool. really, really pretty. It's nice. very, very cool. I'm yeah. very impressed that you guys picked that one. Yeah. It was my favorite. It was yeah. not the initial one that I thought I was going to go with, but once we like brought it home and mm-hmm. put it against everything, I'm like, yeah, that'll work. That'll be really cool. That'll do. So black is an ideal accent. Such an adult. Picking out backsplashes for our kitchen. (laughs) That's the highlight of my month. (laughs) Erica, what about you? Mine is watching a movie from 2002. So yeah. I had the actual worst, brightest idea of trying to have a family meeting yesterday. Um, So we've been dealing with 12. Which has been really fun because she's got a lot of sass. <laughs> um, and so this weekend it kind of all came to a head. She's been having a bunch of drama at school and it's coming out in her behavior and her attitude. And I get that 12 is attitude and behavior, but I also am like, I am not going to be a prisoner in my own home. <laughs> right. You will not, not be held captive. <laughs> right. You will not talk to me the way you think you're talking to me. I am from the streets, bitch. <laughs> we will fight. I will take my earrings off and we will go Cash 10 miles. Cash hands outside. Right. What's that TikTok? I'm from the hood, though. Right. From the hood, exactly. though. Exactly. Really, really, like, really from the hood, though. This girl is testing it. I'm going to have to put my pumas back on and my <laughs> button, Whole my day. top button. And <laughs> Draw some eyebrows on. Yeah. So we Tease have. the hair up. And all exactly. It's going to happen. I will. Put the brown liner only on the outside of my it's lips. It's amazing so she keeps it up. anyone makes it past 12 because they are real assholes. Yeah. So we Middle sat down to talk about rough. it and we went around and each said like a couple of things that were bothering us or a couple of things we'd like to try or change or do. And for the most part, it was fine. It was like she wants us to try and play basketball with her two to three times a week, which sounds like my nightmare, but... We do what we can. And <laughs> like, you know, I wanted her, them to contribute a little more in the house because, you know, OCD will kill you. Um, but the worst one was she wants me to butt out. <laughs> and it's really hard to butt out. Your list, you sent us that list and I was dying. I was like, what does this say? Erica butt out. Just butt out. <laughs> her like, butt out. she, you know, she'll be like, you know, I'm fighting with George or whatever. I can't think of these kids names right now and i'll be like what george say did you talk to george how's george maybe tell george this if you said this to george and then george said that then maybe this can happen <laughs> so i can see why she wants me to butt out <laughs> she goes just when i get in the car after school i just want you to say how was your day and then i'll tell you what i want to tell you and i was like mm, as long as i work for me <laughs> <laughs> that's well that's nice sweetie. how was your day but gets a fine and that's not enough talking <laughs> for me so. <laughs> So we'll see. So Project Butt Out is starting. So Project um, Butt Out. The three of you get ready because you're going to have to detail me your days because I need oh to talk boy. to somebody uh, about Emily, day. you're up. Right? Um, that so. would not be me. <laughs> anyway, what about you, madam? We yeah. did talk for almost four hours during the pandemic. 
Four hours a day. Yeah, we would talk for like four hours You guys did. I believe it. Oh, yeah. I believe it. And then I'm all, are you mad at me? Emily's like, no. And I'm like, we used to talk so much. She's like, there was a pandemic. (laughs) I have a job now. I have to go back to work. (laughs) Tara and I live next door and we talk to each other maybe like every three days. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, and that's too much. I was just being honest. (laughs) We might watch some TV together, but there's no talking. We move back in. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, so I didn't have too much going on um, this week week that I really want to discuss but we did all go to Great Wolf Lodge we together did. and that was so a lot did of our fun. Vacay. Yes we did because this time last year Miss um, our very first podcast um, didn't see that coming was Emily and how she lost her dad to COVID and it was on January 8th. 7th. 7th. Yeah. Thank you. That was close. Yeah. Um, so we uh, Erica had the great idea of taking whisking her off to great wolf lodge to distract her it was the most productive and quickly planned Planned. we planned that trip in like two hours it was amazing erica was like what do you think about this we're like yes she's like okay what about this hotel we're like yes and she's like okay i booked it we're like we booked it and everything's booked let's go it was like 30 minutes we're like it's done it was amazing (laughs) she was like that was usually him and ha for weeks yeah Yeah. i know it was still really really tough for you but um you know it, what was really funny one of the funny stories funniest stories we have a lot of them was the four person tube so this is the oh one oh my Denver. gosh y'all and it's a great time you should try it chris and mike and alan and lexi all went together and you have to stand on a scale to make weight first and it turned red so lexi got off so that yeah, the they were over the weight see. limit yes and so she got off so they would clear it and went anyway, and they almost died. No, it was not <laughs> great. It was not great. The slides were not it, man. Oh, it was terrifying. I had her no idea it was going to be terrifying. like that. It was it terrifying. We went, me, like Tara, Emily, and angle. Alan. Is that who went? Yeah. Was it the so. three of us and Alan? Was, yeah. We never so. did do because right. well, Emily would one. not get back on it. It was no, no. I didn't have no idea that was coming. Tara and I went the first time. Yeah. And. I saw her go up a 90 degree vertical. I was like, oh, I and then it did it to me. I was Lexi like, oh, no. Was the closest thing <laughs> yeah. I could grab, I grabbed her leg and I'm holding onto it for dear life. She's all, what are you doing? I'm all, I don't know. That's all I could grab. It was terrifying. It is yes. so And then they scary. made us go down the two-person tube. So it was hysterical. You and Alan. Oh, not what you right? were saying. <laughs> it was Emily and Alan, and they went before us. And then it was Tara and I. Yeah. And this douchebag across from me, (laughs) they push her to, they like nudge you to go down and she just screams at the top of her lungs. Alan looks back at me and goes, why are you screaming? I said to freak out your mom. She goes, oh, okay. I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) So then they make us get on. They make me go in front of Tara because I'm shorter. And we start going, and I'm, like, trying to stop it. I just want it to stop. So I just kind of started running in the air, hoping that that would stop it. Our little legs were going so fast. We got to that bottom thing, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I ran across the top of the water. Walked on water. I was, that was never, not one more time. Yeah. It was terrifying. No. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. Highly entertaining. Lots of good fun. Yep. 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 Lots of good stories. Really good So... We are going to switch gears, yeah. and it's Dana's day. Yes, so it's my turn, and I've been prolonging this, but I did set the stage. So yeah. this is back to, what did we name him? Do you remember? Nick. 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 The guy oh, after oh. Nick. Yeah, after Nick. Good memory, Emily. Good job, Em. 
after the divorce. So I kind of built the stage for that. Um, yeah, I really like I that you're do doing a... this before you before you start. That you're just kind of going through, for lack of a better term, the shit show that was your life for yes. these few years. I, and you keep you. building. I love it. Okay, you want to do a you. super quick like recap, like a really quick like who he is. Yeah. So this was the person that I met after the divorce and. There were great things about the relationship and very toxic things about the relationship. And I was crazy town. And he helped me get through probably the most difficult thing in my life because he had also been through it and also had kids. But at the same time, it just was um, a lot of partying and a lot of other things that, that were just not healthy. Um, so, and we went back and forth a lot because I wanted to end it and... Um, there were times he wanted to end it, but we just kept ending up back together. Mm -hmm. We finally had not been seeing each other for a while. Um, and he's one of those people in my life that our relationship was such that I just always thought like he, I, he probably was the biggest love of my life. I loved him mm -hmm. more than, um, my husband, which is weird to say that because I was married for 12 years, but... He turned out to be the actual worst. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> and I just thought he was just one of those people that I always thought that now is not the time, but maybe when we're like 60 and, and you know, like maybe when we were right. older if in it, life... If, if there it would, becomes right. Yeah, there mm -hmm. might be something else there. Or if anything, just one of those friends that you could always call up and would be there for you. So anyway, he had in the summer of 20... I don't remember the year, 2015, I think, or 16, um, had gone to, he was having a lot of medical issues and would, did not trust the doctors here in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those hmm. of us Gee. that live here know why. <laughs> but he was from Portland, so he went to Portland to get a bunch of medical tests done and, like, sent me the results, I guess. I don't know. He just wanted to talk to somebody about it. So right. I had met him for lunch, and um, we talked a little bit, and... Um, kind of split ways after that and he really tried to get me at that lunch to get back together with him and I just was committed no. to no yeah yeah and then in the fall in November we had a realtor party it might have been a Christmas party realtor something yeah at Sandia Casino and if you know anything about realtors or you heard me talk about them we've before. heard they drink a little bit it's a little bit like wolf of wall street so i had had a few drinks and like any normal person called my ex right what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing do you want to come over <laughs> um he happened to be driving around and was super stoked so excited that he called his mom, in fact, and told her <laughs> on the way to my house, Jeez. Dana called. I get to see Dana, you know. That's it. That's sweet. So he came over, and I didn't have any TV at the time. It was the night of the World Series where the Cubs won. Go Cubs, go. And he's a big baseball guy. Just that one time. Fly the W. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he grabbed a six-pack of beer. It was a super chill night and came over, and we listened to – the baseball game on the radio like a couple old fogies. That's hilarious. <laughs> like and, as if you were 60. Yes. <laughs> and just talked and it was like the perfect night. I mean, he did spend the night. We're kind of glossing over that. But it was like the perfect <laughs> night. Um, and then, of course, in the morning, I was super pissed off that I had done that. That right. I called him and invited him back into my life. Beer goggles off. Yes. Again, because he's 
like literally trying to get me to basically build a family with him, combine families, like get married. Mm -hmm. He like, he wanted to do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say proposing, but he, he, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted us to be, he's like, you know, I can be faithful. I was like, yes, I know. So anyway, I was super mad (laughs) and like, when barely even said bye to him and he was just on cloud nine. So freaking happy. It was so annoying. Um, and he said bye to Lexi on the way out the door. And this was like seven in the morning. So later that afternoon, his mom calls me and I haven't talked to her in a very long time. And she says, Nick didn't pick the girls up from school. Um, do you know where he is? And that was not like him, right? Right. And and I was like, I don't know anything about his life. We have not been talking. I have no idea what he, where he could even be. And then she slowed down and was like, no, he didn't pick the girls up from school. I was like, oh, because he, um, his daughter, oldest daughter, would get severe anxiety if he was even a minute late and she would start crying. So he was never late even to pick them up. Like the girls were his entire world. Um, So I was like, oh, okay. And then I remembered he was having medical issues. So I was like, either he's, well, we were both hoping that he was like at his apartment. So I was like, maybe he's just like passed out in his apartment. And his parents live in another town in New Mexico. So she couldn't just come over and start looking for him. So I went over to his apartment and she started calling hospitals. Actually, mm-hmm. we were both calling hospitals, trying to to find out maybe where maybe he, he got was. sick or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and their mom picked him up at school or what? Yes. And so his ex-wife was here, and she did grab them from school. Um, and so I went over to the apartment. And I was like, he's definitely not here. His car's not here. It's not even in his secret hiding <laughs> car place. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> um, and so. A f- you know, we just, she kept calling ERs. It took about four to five hours to actually locate him at UNM because he looked 10 years younger than what she was describing um, him, him to. Him to look like? Mm-hmm. Oh. And he had gotten in a terrible car crash. He had, was driving on a two-lane road um, on the west side and there was a truck coming one direction and he was going the other direction. And this girl ran a stop sign and T-boned him on the side and he spun and the truck T-boned him. So it was instantaneous, rapid oh. fire on both sides. It's amazing he even lived. Yeah. Um, you see the picture of, of the car and it was literally like accordion. Like yeah. it was... Smashed. So smashed yeah. that you're like, how is anybody even, like, how does anybody survive, survive. in that? Like, yeah. And was there was some story, insane. right, like he had the window down or something, right? Or am I making this up? No, you're not okay. making it up, but he had gotten in the habit of late of not wearing his seatbelt. So okay. I suspect, and I want to just say, too, that this is my perspective of the story. I wasn't, I'm not the ex-wife. I'm not the mom. They definitely have rights to be more upset by all of this than I do but this is just my how it affected me and and how I got through it and so when she finally found him she said they need someone to go identify him and his ex was on the way also she said I told them that you were his girlfriend 
so that they'd let you in. So he was in the um, neuro ICU, ICU. Yeah. Mm. trauma unit. At, at UNM, UNM Hospital, mm -hmm. which is a level one mm -hmm. trauma. Exactly. Um, so I got there and I told them who I was and they took, let me into the, well, first I told Tara what was happening and I was, you were dead set on going there by yourself. And I was like, the fuck you yeah. are. Tara's like, I'm driving you. I was like, no, I'm fine. She's, She's like, like, no, I'm fine. I'm just going to go do it by myself. I'm like, yeah. No. So Tara drove me. So no. she was with me. Absolutely not. I got there before the ex did and, um, they led us to the family room and they were putting a stint in his brain, so they couldn't let us in to see him yet. So we just oh had to hang goodness. out in the um, waiting room. And, you know, at this point, we have no idea. I have no idea what he looks like. I have no idea what his injuries are like. I have no idea. All I know is he has severe brain trauma, and they are trying to relieve the pressure in his head. And then the ex comes in, and I know her, and we're friendly. I mean, we don't hang out or anything. Right. There's no animosity yeah. or anything there. Um, but it was awkward. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Nick and I, kind of like this crew, have a warped, kind of dark sense of humor. <laughs> That's how we get through it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so we, you know, I just was kind of laughing. I was like, oh, my gosh. If he only knew that I had to sit in here. And uh, let me rewind for a minute, too, because Tara did not like him. At right. all. We've kind of established that because of his effect on my life, she wanted me away from right. him. She really did not like him. And as far as she knew, we were not talking at all. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and after the small talk between the ex Tara and I, I'm thinking I should just tell her, Tara, that I saw him last night because it's going to come out. I should just tell her. And then the ex looks at me and goes, so he left your house this morning? I was, Don't think it. <laughs> I was like, oh, Emma, oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, uh, who hasn't slept with their ex? <laughs> so <laughs> mortified that she knew. And um, he called everybody to tell me it's going to be Before I could even. But that in skywriting. Like right, right. after. <laughs> totally. Right after that happened. And I was, like, trying to smooth over the awkwardness because it got really awkward very quickly. <laughs> His two aunts came in. Oh, no. Yeah, who, it was a full... They're all, so he was at your house last night? You were yeah, very Catholic. Coming in, doing the whole deal of me. Like, very high energy, yeah. very trauma. Yes. I mean, yes. everybody loved him. Yeah. Um, and then that's exactly what they said. So he was... He left your house this morning? Oh, my goodness. I was like, that oh, was my God. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. He left her house that morning. Oh this God. was supposed to be the ultimate down low <laughs> secret. And but especially because that was knows. the last Girl, this is place the most he was. epic walk of shame I've ever experienced right, in my life. Because that was his last location. So yes, everybody I wanted to know. The like, last person. Uh, Lexi actually yeah. was the last person to talk to him. But yeah, that his accident was at eight. So I think he went to his um, apartment first and then he was going somewhere else. Um, after that, and we don't really know where he was going, but anyway, um, so we finally got to go in and see him, um, and I still remember, like, all of his injuries, like, you just, my brain just went into, like, 
you remember every single detail. And he had so many broken bones. I mean, oh. he had two punctured lungs, four broken ribs. He did not look like He himself. had his whole skin off his um, left upper arm was off, removed. They thought he oh. was going to lose one of his eyes. It was, he was in bad shape. And um, I just remember thinking how... I had had a friend when I was in, or high school actually, who got in a motorcycle accident. He didn't have a helmet on, oh. and it changed his personality forever, forever. Yeah. Um, and I was terrified of that. Little did I know what was coming. But um, I and I, his parents finally got there. It took him about three hours of driving to get there, um, and I stayed as late as I could, and then left and I remember getting home and I called his cell phone and I just left a message I was like you wouldn't believe what happened like I just want to tell you what happened and I just want to want you to know that I'm there and I just don't believe this is happening like we looked for you all day and I don't know. I don't know what else I said, but it was a pretty long voicemail. And I thought he may never hear this. Um, but then the next morning I went back and I was there like 24 seven as much as I could be with the rest of the family. Um, yeah. And it's so funny. So I would like whisper stuff to him. I'd be like, you're going to die because they had to tell me that I was your girlfriend so that I could be in here. So you got your wish, asshole. <laughs> You're welcome. He just stands up. He's all right. nice. <laughs> and then I remember Trump got elected president. I was like, Nick, you will not believe this. Trump is president. I'm like, surely this is going to get him out of coma. Something's going to wake him up. Yeah. So he was in a coma. Um, and I remember the doctors and nurses talking to us. And it was a lot of times just me hanging out with his parents um, in like the back of the room. And I learned a lot about um, brain injuries at the time. Like you have to be super quiet and it's such a precarious situation that they're in. Um, but I remember the doctor telling them, there's a good chance, I want you guys to be realistic. He said, there's a good chance that he will never be able to take care of his children again. And I remember that when we first got there and the doctor had come in to see us right after it was me and you and the ex and it was awkward and everything. But then the doctor came in and he was like, just so you know, he has a serious brain injury and this is probably it. Like he'll never remember anything that happened and his life from now on will be complete. And like the words that he was saying, I was like, I heard him, but I was like, this is so, it's such a weird thing to comprehend. Like, that's probably why I don't remember him saying that. I just remember him being like that. His life is, I mean, and I still in the nicest changed. way he was saying his life is over, and I, in the we, nicest way possible. We were still holding out hope, I think, still hoping that he would come out of it and things would be okay. And that's how I am anyway. Like I always yeah. think everything's going to be okay until it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to change that. Sometimes it really bites me in the ass. But <laughs> um, I just remember thinking that, and 
<sighs> Man. God, it's gross. Was there, was there a point where you realized that, like, was it days? Was it months? What, so after what? a week or two, they moved him to a different unit. Mm -hmm. And, um... Was I, he, had he, wo had he woken up no, yet? Mm. No. When they moved him, he was still in the coma. And when he started coming out of the coma, I thought, oh, he's just going to come out and start talking. Like, like you're watching a soap opera? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and some people do come mm -hmm. out like that, but he did not. He like opened one eye at first. He like opened his mouth at first. He couldn't really form words. He couldn't... So I remember walking, visiting UNM a lot, um, and I was always listening to that song by Adele, that Water Under the Bridge song, and like the pace of my feet were the same as the song, and so and almost every time I hear it now, I just think of me walking through the hospital, because mm -hmm. I was listening to that album a lot at the time. Um, so he eventually came out and then they had to move him so ugh, a lot of insurance craziness at this time like he was only allowed to stay in the trauma place for so long he was ugh. only allowed to stay in this other department for so long so they eventually as he was coming out of coma moved him to a rehab center off of jefferson and i went there a lot and mm. oh man it was it was kind of funny he was starting to get his sense of humor back which was fun but i remember one time i was sitting there talking to him and his mom was there, and he he thought he was smoking a joint, <laughs> and he, so he was all he's all your turn here. Take this, take this, like handy me. You're all right. I'm not. No. I can't smoke in front of your mom. I'm like, no. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. She's like, yeah, okay. I, don't know. <laughs> I remember the first time he like actually saw me. He's all you don't like me very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of well, course, that's the memory you have. That's the memory you have. <laughs> uh, oh, and when he first started coming, and then he realized who I was, um, he was stuck. It was like 50 for date, first dates. He was stuck on yeah. proposing. Not proposing, but oh, so for oh, every I day memories. I saw him, he said, you know, I really think we should do the thing. I think we could we could make this work. I think we should be a family. Oh, no. And the first couple times I was like, we already talked about this. And then I was like, he doesn't remember anything each day that starts over. So then I was just like, let's just focus on getting you better. It's like, yeah. he's not going to remember. Just be nice. Just <laughs> well, let's keep easy. quite breaking his heart every right. day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, the worst part of this was that I had this great love affair this great relationship and i'm the only one who remembers it Ugh, that's yeah that was devastating for me and i remember showing up at your doorstep and just bawling my face off because and my you're talking about mine yes yeah. and erica's i mean oh, yeah. both mm -hmm. I, yeah. I just it was such a tough time for me because i couldn't it was so rough thinking all those we had taken trips we had all these inside jokes we had and just for him to only know my name and not I mean, he understood any of that. how he felt about me but he didn't know why he right. didn't remember anything and that was that was devastating like being me. the only person in a relationship yeah, yeah. again cuz it felt like you were the only person in your marriage yeah yeah so. that that was really that was the worst part of that um and what was it like 
being that you got you were trying to end it and now you did you feel the pull to stay I couldn't help myself because I loved him yeah I just wanted to I didn't let me backtrack I didn't want a relationship with him but I knew that me being there meant a lot to him that it was special for him whenever I would walk in the room he would perk up he would ask for me he would if somebody else was there visiting him he'd say my friend Dana is here let's Mm -hmm. can I talk to her instead so I almost felt some of a responsibility to be there to help in the recovery like I felt like that was helping yeah um, cause it did get to be emotionally quite a bit. And yeah. especially as he's waking up from the coma, I mean, there's, there's a lot of medical stuff that isn't pretty. It's not yeah. pretty. Yeah. Um, it's not an easy situation to be in. And for anybody who has a loved one that's been there, I'm, that is, that's rough. That's I, for his mom practically I lived. I cannot imagine. She didn't go home for like, no. spend the night she anywhere else for like an there. entire month. Yeah. Wow. She was, she was, it was, it's crazy in <laughs> that whole situation. But eventually, again, with the insurance, he could no longer stay in that rehab facility. Oh, no, oh my gosh. The first Goodness night he gracious. was there, somebody forgot to put the railing up oh, and he I fell know. and hit his yeah. head. Oh, no. Oh. Oh you my had gosh. one job. Yeah. <laughs> and his mom yeah. is not to be trifled with. Yeah, so she's a force to be reckoned with. She is yeah. a force to be reckoned with. I would never want to be on her bad side. So that guy may have gotten fired. <laughs> um, anyway, so they eventually took him to to um, that small town in New Mexico, and I remember being there when they loaded him onto the. So ambulance. did they take him to? Did he go to his parents' house? He went to another rehab or another facility rehab. Okay. there. Now he's at his parents' house. So. Um, he cannot walk still. He's in a wheelchair or, and needs assistance getting Mm -hmm. to the restroom and stuff. When he got to his parents' hometown, his hometown, they found out what all of this other medical stuff was. He has MS. Oh my goodness. So now. It's really stacked against them. Right. So, and MS is actually, can be triggered by a brain injury because it's all about nerves and communication of the neurons. Mm-hmm. So now he has this disease that's pulling him backwards while he's trying to rehabilitate Ugh. in the other direction. And it's like impossible. It's being pulled from two different directions. So it just compounded everything and made it that did much worse. Did they figure that out from a, te- a certain test or did they figure it out because of his lack of progress or how did they? I think they did or more were tests. tests already yeah. in progress maybe. Well, I think... I don't know how Didn't they. I mean, I'm sure that, that he had MS before that happened. No. Oh, that's no. crazy. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Talk about insult to injury. Yeah, right? I, I think it was. That's why he had some medical issues. That's why he was saying he felt weird. Um, but I don't think it had progressed to the point where they could like actually see this is what see it, it is. on a paper mm-hmm. and say that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah. I think the Ugh. brain trauma accelerated it. And they were probably doing so many tests anyway. Yeah, that exactly. It showed up exactly. Right. So, yeah, he still calls sometimes. Um, he and I don't know if you're doing this in your next one, but it was a really hard push and pull for you to finally stop feeling like you needed to be there all the time. Yes, yes, it was. Um, he left. He 
left to his hometown. So yeah. then that was kind of like. But he would like, call you like 20 right, a day. He would call all the time. That's right. And I would answer. And it was heartbreaking because he's, he regained a little bit. Like it's easier to talk to him now. Um, but in the beginning, it was like talking to a kid. And, yeah. and it was very, very heartbreak it's just broke your you heart you want to be there for him but at the same time it's like he's not the same person that he was it's a different and you'd muster up the guts to tell him what was going on and the state of your relationship yeah. i would guess well, and then he would ask you again right he well this by the time he got to um his hometown he was past asking that mm. he was just wanting to talk all the time, and um, he was still really funny, <laughs> which was, and Tara and I talked to him several times. We used to talk to him a lot. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. But then it just, I had to, to move on, and it Separate. was just heartbreaking, yeah. Um, I still talk to him once in a great while now. He has me saved in his phone as DB my person. <laughs> so, so that kind of like reminds him, and mm -hmm. then... He doesn't know that I was obviously the last person to see him. So once in a while, and in the beginning too, like his daughters would say, hey, have you talked to Dana? Um, his family would say, you know, Dana was there too. You know, they yeah. threw, so then he was like, oh, I'm going to call her. Because he didn't really know what my status was. Because yeah. the more, it, just the short-term memory. And I always thought like memory loss was linear, like, Oh, you rem you forgot everything from two 2015, 2014, and you remember everything else. But it's not like that at all. It's just all jumbled. Like, his own memories would get mixed up with other instances. He would tell me something happened. I'm like, no, that didn't happen. This is what happened. Oh. It, it just is all jumbled. It's just and then fuzzy. Some of them are just gone. Most oh. of it's just gone. And it's not, not linear. It's just kind of all over the place. And it's... He's just lost so much weight, and I don't know. It is it is a really really heartbreaking. He's still at his parents' house, and that's got to be tough on yeah. his. He doesn't work. He can't work. No, he doesn't have his own apartment. Doesn't take care of the girls, right? No, um, but they're doing really well. One of them is dancing in New they're York. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that has to be so hard for them to yeah. have their dad one way one day. And they were really upset. Yeah, they were big dancers here, and they actually have a special tribute dance to their dad, which is Aww. absolutely beautiful. And he was a great dad. He, he really was. loved them. Yeah, he really was. So it's, it's a shame. I just, um, man, that, that one hurt. That, yeah. It changed you know. everything. Yeah. One of those dots in our life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thankful in some ways that I'm able to move on with my life without mm -hmm. that. Because I don't think he ever would have left me alone. And I don't think I ever would have truly been able to move on. I think Agreed. Um, there's so many times in my life where I'm just lonely. Like I want somebody. And it's easy to fall back in with somebody that you know so well. Yeah. And that you have history with. And I think that's probably what I would have done. And that I don't think would have been the best thing for either of us. So right. it's kind of a weird, I don't want to say blessing in disguise because it, it is truly horrible. Devastating. What happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that girl, I don't think she had priors. She'd been driving under the influence oh, before. Man. She just, 
And the guy, somebody told the guy in the truck who hit him that he actually died, and he was destroyed. Like, that was his... Oh, no. Like, everybody kind of has their own piece of trauma in this story. Right. But we'll post... He, um, Nick posts the pictures of his car all the time, so we'll post the pictures. The picture. Yeah, and yeah. it was on the news and everything. It was a kind of a big deal big at the deal. time. Yeah. Ugh. So, anyway, that's, that's my big didn't see that coming. One of them. Well, yeah, you've had a lot. Yeah. But good job. <laughs> you Thank did you. great. We yes. love you. And Thank you for sharing. You know, car accidents are so scary. So, so They're scary. so awful. So scary. Is that why you so put Alan in a helmet to go down yes, the snowy road? Yes, that's room? why we should all wear helmets <laughs> <Right>? and five-point <laughs> <Seriously>. harnesses <laughs> if possible. Right. <laughs> or stay home. Man, that was rough. That was, that was like, you know, all of our hearts have scars yeah. from these. And that's anytime we talk about our trauma, it's like, opening those scars a little bit yeah and it's it's serious deep therapy what we do on this podcast mm -hmm. some days are hard (laughs) yeah it really is (laughs) all right are you ready to move on to trending okie doke so um in honor of our friendship tattoos which we were just all complaining about so don't drink (laughs) i like mine don't drink and just go pick a tattoo (laughs) parlor (laughs) some of us have issues with our dots um so we're um a big thing right now is to get song lyrics as a tattoo so I want to know what song lyrics you would get tattooed on your body. Feels like a big jump to. from four Tara's dots. Yeah. Yeah. I might need a minute. Four <laughs> dots <laughs> to a whole song. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, so, Dana? Tara. <laughs> okay. So my favorite <laughs> worship song, it's a Christian song that I love so much. It's called So Will I times one billion. So, oh. I know. That's a lot, but. Um, it's my favorite Christian song currently and for a while. Um, there's a, a line in it that is that says, and if the stars are made to worship, so will I. And it's oh, like, I love that. Because stars, because you love stars. I know. And it's like such a perfect um, lyric for me. Like, And literally the whole song, like I would have the entire song. Dang, just all down your back. <laughs> Every lyric in this song I love so much, but I that the one line stands out to me so much. If the stars are made to worship, so will I. And what's the name of the song again? Sorry. It's um So Will I. I love so you three thousand. So will I <laughs> times one billion. Billion? Yeah. Nice. Times one billion. Just it's one? a Hill Song United song. Oh. Nice. And so I don't know who I it's it. one of my favorite about. songs too. It's yeah, it's um, an incredible song. Is that the only one? Or do you have any others? There that's the only song that I could think of or that's the only lyric that I could think of but there are like five other lyrics in that one song that I wish you get the whole song so yeah just go for the whole song all all the lyrics of that song I I love that nice I have two um Chuck Theater because I can put lots of tattoos all over me (laughs) I'm a tattoo freak um my first one I actually have written in my notes app on my phone as a tattoo I am for sure getting. Um, it's Taylor Swift. Um, it's the song is called Invisible String, and I don't want to mess it up. It says, "Hell was the journey, but it brought me heaven." Oh, so I love, I love that. that line. The second I heard it on the song, I was like, "Write that down. Write that That's down going somewhere." On my body. I'm writing that. That's on my going body. on my ass. 
Write it down. I don't know if I want to. That's not heaven. My ass is not heaven. That it, is the hell it part is to of the mine. journey. <laughs> um, and then my second one is Dave Matthews, obviously. Um, and it's from, I had a hard time narrowing down a Dave Matthews song, um, from The Space Between. And it's, uh, it's oh, kind I of almost song. the same thought. It's be proud of all the scars. They make you who you are. Ooh, love so, that. Yes, yes. And I have a, I shockingly be. have that worship song that you guys showed me, that Sparrows song. Mm. Oh, I'm always like, I, I should get song. a Sparrow tattoo yeah. or something because it's basically about not worrying it about things. And yep. someone should remind me not to worry about things every <laughs> second of my whole life. I, I think we do. No, someone with some sort of. Maybe Someone with some sort of like authority, like the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Not y'all. <laughs> what about you, Dana? Do you have any? I do. I have several. And, you know, I recently just got my first tattoo, as we know. Yes. But I Are would, you addicted? I kind of am. But I would love to have, like, Bible verses with, like, artwork around it that matches mm. the Bible verse. I, That'd be cool. I, that's kind of a dream of mine that maybe I'll do in a few years. I'm not, I'm too. So anyway, <laughs> Mumford and Sons. Oh, you love them. I'm obsessed with them. Not obsessed. I used to be. I mean, I, they're phenomenal. She doesn't like to use the word obsessed. She looked it in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strong word. Listen to season one, obsession. <laughs> so the first one is the song Sigh No More. And it says, and there will come a time you'll see with no more tears. And actually not that part. Love will not break your heart, but dismiss your fears. Ooh, I love that. Yes. That would be really cute if you did it in the shape of a heart, like written in the shape Ooh, of a heart. Ooh, that is, that would. She's on now. I'm not doing be. that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one. Awake my soul. Monster and Sons. I do like that one. In these bodies we will live, in these bodies we will die. And where you invest your love, you invest your life. Ooh. You could put that in a second heart. Two hearts together. I don't combined. like hearts that much. <laughs> Could do that one in and a then people could sign? tell you because I have a heart on my back, and everyone always goes, "Ooh, you have a heart on." Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> the last one is these are all about love. Why? I guess I really love love. I'm I like just Ella. love love. I, just I love, love love. That's what you should I have get a whole song of Ella <laughs> saying how much she loves love. I know. <laughs> it's so cute. It's the best it's video. So cute. <laughs> love. It will not betray you, dismay you, or enslave you. It will set you free. Oh, Ooh. love it. Nice. Ah, see what we did there. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Mother All right. So nice. Emily, <laughs> did you come up with something because you were trying to bright Snoop Dogg lyrics and we said no. Yeah. Go home with something to poke on. Probably not appropriate. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> um, bitch. Sup, no. bitch. <laughs> Ew, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> um, shout out to my boy Snoop Dogg. Anyway. <laughs> now she's doing shout outs. Shout out to little Nook Nook and Shookno down the road. We're doing shout outs. Can I say shout out to Kevin Hart? This is so this much. Is not like 95.2 late at night. No. This is on your pillow, baby. This is on your pillow, baby. This next song goes out to Santi. This goes out to little shorty. I love you, chica. All right, go. Sorry. Wow. We, wow. We went off a rail. Sorry about we that. We digress. Um, so... Tim McGraw's song, My Little Girl, is what my dad and I danced to at my oh, wedding. My favorite it. part is says, you're beautiful, baby, because he would always call me that. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. She's like, ahem. Yeah. 
Um, Mr. Rogers has a song called It's You I Like. And oh, it's one of his. I love that. It's yeah. one of his major. Um, if in the episode he talks to a kid that's in a wheelchair, and yes. um, that was a whole episode. Um, and so it's, you, it's I like. you I like. I would get tattooed. I love that um, idea. It's a good reminder and good too. for others. Um, and it's from Mister Rogers, of course. And he's, um, and he's then the goat. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> weird <laughs> that means greatest of all time i've never heard not like bah but i know but but I, explain bah. This too, like exactly. the best neighbor you'll ever have <laughs> the goat of relationship neighborhood exactly. <laughs> the b and e best neighbor ever <laughs> now i want a shirt that says mr rogers is the goat <laughs> You should have that shirt. 1,000%. It's happening. Well. Um, and <laughs> um, the last one is actually a praise and worship song also um, by Jars of Clay. And it's Ooh. my most. Huh. Jars of Love Clay Jars is a Christian Clay. band? Yeah. Yes. Oh. They're it's unaware. one of my favorites. Sorry. One of the things that I listen to when I'm like feeling super upset or whatever, and it's called With Faith Like a Child, oh. is my favorite Love line because it's so... It reminds you to be faithful, yeah, but like a child. just, you know, and that's Without one of my favorite Bible stories. Because children Without. believe in Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus, so. Right? And that is fine because they are real, Dana. There might be kids listening to this. And I God, I hope there's <laughs> not kids listening to this. I love that. So, I and I've always that. wanted faith tattooed on my foot um, or fish, the word fish. Because that's my favorite Bible story. Yeah. Because a, it was a child that Jesus was like, does anybody have food for all these people? And he had faith like a child and walked up and was like, uh, I only have these five fish and these loaves of bread, but it's almost like I have you faith like that children. you could make it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love that. She's so weird. I love that yeah. so much. So, yeah. Nice, Emily. Yep. Nice. So. I'm, I'm back with sup, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do I'm both? Back with really something like to poke on. I'm, I'm better with that. I'm back with a goat with a sweater on. And little white tennis shoes. Oh, my God. It's gone off the rails. That, I'm making that. I'm making that this week. I, I think we need to. <laughs> I'm 100% making that. Getting it That's on amazing. something for you. T-shirts. Slap that on a bumper sticker. And Erica's yeah. will be a goat dressed as Bob Iger. A goat with Mickey ears. <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you for joining us you guys we absolutely love this if you have any uh didn't see that coming that you'd like to share reach yes, out we to have us a special Instagram. guest coming up soon we do yes awesome reached out and asked if she could share her didn't see that coming and we're Yay. so excited that's awesome yes. i love that and if you want to share any of the lyrics that you'd have tattooed we'd love yes. to see mm -hmm. those let too us know. we might steal them and and run with that and right? tattoo them Maybe. on dana yeah Okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's not get crazy. in the shape of a heart <laughs> <laughs> alright thank you we love you bye bye you guys bye, bye. bye.